Can I really get better every day? Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, welcome in. Hey, this is Dan Miller. We're going to do this a little bit different today. I want to share a concept that has made a big, big impact on me. Over a period of the last couple of years, but really just in the last couple of months, and that is how do you determine your unique ability or what some of you may have heard referred to as your zone of genius? See, there's, there's a challenge in how we typically use our time. Most of us are very, very busy doing things we're very used to doing. We may even be very good at doing them. But the question is, is it your zone of genius? Or is it just something that you're continuing to do because you know how to do it? Now, here's our quotation for today. It comes from 2 Corinthians 4.16, where it says, Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Man, I want to make sure that I'm being renewed day by day couple resources that I'll be referring to. We've always got a resource for you. You can count on that. This is one where you can go to 48days.com slash questions. Eight questions to ask yourself to mine your own acres of diamonds and unearth the opportunities that exist in your life. 48days.com questions. Now I'm going to be drawn from three different books that have I've really used extensively for what I want to share today. And those are Free to Focus, Michael Hyatt's new book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and Deep Work by Cal Newport. So again, let's look at this idea of your unique ability, your zone of genius. Now, most people build their careers in their zone of excellence. I mean, just something that we've proven to be proficient. And so we get complacent And we just kind of stay there. The problem with the zone of excellence and the reason why so many people are are unhappy is that it's just doing what you already know how to do. And usually it's building out other people's needs and ideas and goals and dreams. Now, there's a fine line away from the zone of genius. Now, in the book, The Big Leap, Gay Hendricks outlined these four different areas. So let me just run through them. And I think you'll start to see real quickly activities that you're doing and where they would fall. The zone of incompetence. On this zone, you're engaging in something you really don't understand that well. You're not really that good at it. I'll give you some of my own examples here when we come back through these. Second, the zone of competence. Now in this, you're doing what you're efficient at doing. But recognize that a lot of people could do this. It's not really distinguishing you in any remarkable way. So again, the zone of competence, not uncommon at all for people to spend their entire working career in a zone of competence. Yeah, they can do it, but yeah, other people can do it as well. Well, the zone of excellence is the next one. Now in this, you're really skilled at doing something. Often the zone of excellence is cultivated, it's practiced, established over time, 
But here's where we want to go, the zone of genius. Now, in this zone, you capitalize on your, just your unique abilities, which are innate rather than even something learned. This is where you really get into the flow, where you just seem to be inspired, those special times. I mean, I was, had a lunch yesterday with a friend, and I was describing a time on Sunday morning that I set aside for a particular kind of writing, and I said, I'm in a different place. I can't really even describe it. But it's in when I'm in that zone of genius, unique ability, where you feel like that. Now, what I did, what I encourage you to do, but what I did is I made a list of 40 things that I do in my business. Now, not, not personal things, but just in my business, things that I do here around the sanctuary on an ongoing basis. I mean, I do every, you know, every one of them every day. Certainly I don't, but things that I would do here. So again, those, then I went back and categorize them as an I for incompetent, C for competent, E for excellent, or U for unique abilities. Those incompetent activities, when you do these, you experience failure, frustration, stress, conflict. You hate these activities because you're not good at them. Now for me, I mean like, um, you know, putting new toner in the printers or having a router problem and trying to figure out what it is or trying to track down passwords that I've got. But but I have on there also things like, you know, spraying for bugs around the sanctuary here. You know, just things that, yeah, kind of have to be done. But man, oh man, they suck the energy out of me. I can feel my blood start to boil when I get immersed in it. Just this morning, I had a, a challenge, a new program was asking me for a, a password, and I didn't know what password it was referring to. Anyway, those kind of things. I certainly rank those as incompetent. Then competent, things that, you know, I do pretty well, probably just reaching minimum standards. A lot of people could do these things better than I do. Now, those are things like, you know, handling the mail that comes in or paying bills or bookkeeping or even scheduling flights or um, coming up with the details of an event that we're going to have. Those are things that I can do. I put those in the competent area of activities. I can do them, but certainly there would be other people that could do them better. The excellent activities, this is, you may have reputation for doing something really well, but no passion. You know, I, I've worked with a lot of people over the years, people like dentists, attorneys, physicians, accountants, pastors, who have proven their ability to do what they do, but there's no passion there. They're just going through the motions to do it. Now, sometimes we continue doing those things because it keeps paying the bills. So we do get kind of stuck in those things. But there are things that we could probably delegate as well, things that we could somehow get better at having other people help us do those. I put in there excellent activities, you know, doing podcast interviews, I mean, some of my Monday mentor calls, new course creation, you know, those are the kind of things where there's certainly an area of excellence, but it's not my unique ability, my zone of genius. Now, here's what we would have in that category. Unique abilities. These are things that you really know you love to do. And golly, there's probably nobody in the face of the earth that can do it as well as you do. They're going to display your superior skill, your passion, your energy, and that never-ending improvement that I referenced in the verse today for our quotation. 
every day you're getting better and better and better. Now, these are things for me. I mean, there are things in there like coaching with people. I had a session this week with a young man and I told Joanne, I think it may have been the cleanest, most productive coaching session I've ever done in my life. I've been coaching people for 30 years, but I want to be getting better. I don't want to just have reached a peak and just do it the same because it's the same way the things that worked 20 years ago or 10 years ago or six months ago. I want to be getting better and better and better. My writing, I want that to be improving. So there are some things like that that I can't just hand off to other people. You know, leading some of the groups that we've got, the things that we do inside 48 Days Eagles, the live calls that I've got, those are things that I don't want to hand off. Those are things that I want to spend as much time on as possible. And that's really, that's really the key here is how do you get to be able to spend more time in your zone of genius? Hey, this is going to be a shorter episode today, as you can already see with the the timeline here, because I want to just focus on this one thing. I don't want to complicate it, confuse it with a variety of questions or issues. Just this one thing. If you can get your head around your zone of genius, your unique ability, it's going to make a dramatic difference in where you are two years from now three years from now, one year from now, if you can figure out how to spend more time in your zone of genius, incidentally, that little break there, I want to just remind you that typically I'm answering questions here, questions from listeners like you. I love hearing those. I'm honored to have you share your lives with me in that way. Feel free to shoot those into me. Just send them in to askdan at 48days.com. Again, just a simple email, askdan at 48days.com. And I'll be including those as we get back to kind of into the regular format again next week. Let's just recap here. We'll keep this really short. Let's just recap this whole idea of incompetent, competent, excellence, Unique ability or your zone of genius. Now, here's the deal. With incompetent activities, you want to eliminate those. I mean, I had to figure out how to not have to do the router problems that I've got here or replacing toner in the printers. And it's easy to get people who do that much better than I. I need to eliminate that from my activities. The competent activities, yeah, I can do them okay. I need to delegate So I'm going to give you four words to go along with these. Incompetent activities, eliminate. Competent activities, delegate. Excellent activities, systematize. So you create a system so it's easier for somebody else to walk in there, replace you if necessary. And then your unique ability activities expand. Now I'll tell you again how this played out percentage-wise for me. And it was pretty enlightening. I mean, I just made a long list of things and I went back through not knowing what the ranking system was going to be, but then ranked them in these four different areas. And in the incompetent activity area, I had 25%. The competent activities, 18%. Excellent activities, 32%. And the unique ability activities, 25%. That's how it flushed out for me. You know, I'd love to be spending 75% of my time in that unique ability in my zone of genius. So that's my goal. Having now seen all the things that require my time, I'm now looking for how can I eliminate, delegate, systematize, and then leave room to expand 
those things that really are in my zone of genius. Now, here's the deal. You're never going to get to where you can work only in your unique ability. Some of you may be, you know, working in a job where it's pretty clear cut what you have to do in that job. I understand that. You may not have the freedom to look at your all your activities and make the modification that I'm talking about. But a lot of you do have a lot of freedom in that. Even if you're in a regular job, you may recognize your zone of genius only uses your skills 25% of the time. And so you may be able to talk to your boss, your supervisor, the owner of the company or whatever, and just acknowledge that. This is what I do with real excellence. I'd love to be able to spend more of my time doing that. It may be that you need an assistant or offload some of the things to other people who recognize they're in their zone of genius when they're doing those. So you want to just recognize how can you get closer to spending more time in your unique ability? One of the ways to approach this is to ask yourself, you know, what is the single focus or activity that would keep you fascinated and motivated for the rest of your life? Well, I know what that is for me. Wow. My goodness. I mean, I I really do. And I'll share it here for whatever it's worth is to help you in your own thinking. The single focus or activity that would keep you fascinated and motivated for the rest of your life. My unique ability is to read, think, and process the wisdom of the ages, and then to write content that challenges and inspires readers to discover and initiate their own greatness. It's not hard at all for me to come up with that, to figure that out. That's what I want to expand. That's what I want to have as more evidence of my zone of genius. Hey, I hope this has been encouraging for you. We're just going to keep it short because I don't want to complicate it. I want you to just be really clear on that one thing. How can you move toward your zone of genius? Now, again, the references that I used, the content that I borrowed from came from primarily three books. I'll recap those real quickly. Michael Hyde's brand new book, Free to Focus, Gay Hendrick's book, The Big Leap, And in Cal Newport's book, Deep Work, those were the ones that I drew from that really rocked my world and helped me. And incidentally, I should go beyond that a little bit as well, because I'm in a program called Strategic Coach. I go to Chicago every couple months for an entire day, and I've got a call every Monday morning with my coach. And this is one of the concepts that I've been working with there. So I've had outside people looking in, helping me define this, refine it, get better and better. So that's another source as well. You know, as you know, I always have somebody that I'm working with to coach me. And golly, do I want to be doing what we talked about here. This verse from 2 Corinthians, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. 2 Corinthians 4.16 Boy, I want that to be true for me, that every day I'm being renewed. You know, I'm, I'm coming out of a, a health challenge. A lot of you are kind of aware of that. I've had some real health challenges where I was experiencing really the, the symptoms of burnout, just fatigue and aches and pains that were just not real definable. And just all the symptoms of burnout. Here I am, you know, the guy who talks about enjoying your work, and I do. But if it's overused or you get trapped in these areas of incompetence or even excellence, it can still lead to that kind of conclusion. So I've been working on that. Man, I've had an amazing rebound. Now, it's not been quick. 
it's been a very, very long process. And I told my doctor just yesterday, working with him, that I feel like I'm just out of the woods. But I said, I don't want to stand here at the edge of the woods, just hoping that I don't go back into the woods. Man, now that I'm here in the edge of the woods, I'm seeing this mountain in front of me and an ocean, you know, and trees and rivers. There's all kinds of new things I want to explore. I don't want to get back to normal. I want to get back to way beyond normal, way above normal. So I do the same thing in my work. I don't want to just be normal and just be content in what I do. I'm always looking for stretching. How can I continue to grow, to be renewed, to move into my zone of genius? Have you got that resource for you? Eight questions to ask yourself. Just go to 48days.com slash questions. Thanks for being part of this community where we share ideas, resources, help each other, renew each other every day where we know we can find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Have a great week.